Cherry Hill Volvo, we have absolutely incredible offers and a plethora of both new and certified Volvos from which to choose. We are eager to offer amazingly competitive prices, plus an additional $1,000 Costco discount on all new Cherry Hill Volvos. When leasing or purchasing a new or certified Cherry Hill Volvo, you become a valued part of our team. Join Cherry Hill Volvo for the pricing and attention you deserve. I am Judith Krepnick, president of Cherry Hill Volvo. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. WPHD, WPHD, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Always live on the free Odyssey app. The revolution will be broadcast. This is the next generation of talk. Now on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, Rich Zioli. All right, so uh, Nikki Haley is the establishment's new choice to be the Republican nominee for president. I think it's a disaster waiting to happen. But what do you think? 855-839-1210 on Twitter at Rich Zioli. I got one note from a conservative friend who said the following. Nikki Haley is a globalist establishment puppet that gets rich from wars. She does not represent Americans and what matters to us. Uh, I tend to agree, but I think the problem is, though, that people are framing her as the sensible, reasonable alternative to Donald Trump. Uh, imagine the people behind that, the Ron, not, not, not Ron DeSantis, the Paul Ryans of the world and others. Uh, here's what Nikki Haley said last night to Vivek Ramaswamy, and I'm curious, I, I really do, I want to get your opinion on this. If you think I'm wrong, if you think that Nikki Haley is the answer, then tell me why. Tell me why. And just so you know, I. I'm not a fan of Nikki Haley's. However, I will concede she's very articulate. She is a proven statewide two-time winner in a must-win state of South Carolina. There are certain advantages that she has. But if you think one of those advantages is the fact that she's a woman, you are crazy. Because women, a woman, a woman does not care about a person's gender no more than a man cares about a person's gender. Now, groups of people may, according to polls, but like I said, when you look at individuals, individuals have certain things. Because if you, and I'll I'll prove my point, if you wake up in the morning and you say to yourself, I want a woman to be president, you're voting Democrat. You're voting Democrat. You are somebody who views the world through the lens of race and gender, victimhood, classes, uh, sexual attraction, private parts. You're already voting Democrat. You're lost. You're a lost cause. And then what will happen is the Republicans will nominate Nikki Haley. And then you'll turn around and say that person will turn around and say, yeah, but you know what? She's still a MAGA woman. And, you know, she kind of flirts with pro-lifers and. I don't know. Ah, And suddenly that goes out the window. 
But if you wake up and if you wake up in the day and you start your day, it's you know six o'clock in the morning. You turn on Kale and Company. You get yourself a cup of coffee and you start your day and you go, "I need a vagina in the White House." You are either Bill Clinton or you are a Democrat voter, or which is the same thing, obviously. That's exactly what I'm talking about. A woman who's a normal human being who's not guided by leftism doesn't think that way. She thinks like you think, like I think, who is going to do the best job for me and my family, regardless of what their private parts are. And that's the reality. So if we, again, if we keep trying to to placate to the left by doing things like that, we're going to lose because only lefties think we need a woman as president. Normal people don't think about things like that. They don't. I'll prove it to you. How many times have you said in your day, I wish my school had a woman principal. I wish my doctor was a woman. I wish my insurance agent was a woman. I wish my my uh, my governor was a woman. I wish my, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't think like that. You think, is this person the best person for the job? Because you're not a lefty. Lefties think that way. I wish my principal was an LGBTQ plus plus IA, every letter of the alphabet unicorn. I wish my insurance broker identified as they, them. Normal people don't think like that. They just think, I hope my insurance broker can, can save me the most money. I hope my principal will do the best job for my kids and make sure the school is safe. I hope that the person who comes to rescue me in a fire is the best person for the job and not somebody who got there because of some DEI requirement. But that's why you're not a lefty. So push that aside. It's like the other, the other uh, email that I got, and I do check my emails. I don't, I don't always respond because, I, again, I, I have three kids. They're, they're all young. Patrick's turning nine on Saturday, and you know Claire just turned seven. Reagan is three. But I'll read this email, and it's a person I respect very much, Nicholas, who sends me emails a lot. And I'm going to tell you why Nicholas is misguided here. He says, Rich, I respectfully implore you to contact the state GOP leaders in the area. Please try to persuade them to very discreetly communicate with pro-life groups and urge these groups to refrain from endorsing any candidate. The pro-lifers tend to be passionate idealists, usually have a limited understanding of cold political realities. They presumably wanted the Republican judge to be elected to the PA Supreme Court. But by endorsing her, they all but assured her defeat. I don't understand how that lesson can't be ignored. Thanks for any help you can provide in the matter. Sincerely, Nick. I'll tell you the problem with that. And this is the fallacy. And this is the other fallacy of the notion that Republicans need to back pro-choice candidates. All right. Chris Christie is a great example of this. Chris Christie won New Jersey statewide twice, and he was openly pro-life about it. Now, you know I have a lot of problems with Chris Christie, and I don't want him to be the Republican nominee, and he's not going to be. But I'll tell you what, he was a hell of a Republican nominee for governor in 2009, and he actually was pro-choice at one point. And then he switched and became pro-life. And his argument openly was, I saw the CAT scan of my, or the mammogram of my child, my, 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 my first uh, child, and it changed my thinking. And he won in blue jersey twice, the second time overwhelmingly with Democrat support. 
Now, look, a lot of that is internal family politics, which I don't have to get into with you, but a lot of that had to do with the fact that George Norcross had the state Democrats in the South stand down so that John Corzine would be defeated. And that's all inside baseball. And I don't have to get into that with you. But the point is that you can run a pro abortion rights, I'm using air quotes, candidate. And the Democrats and the pro-abortion groups out there will still spend billions of dollars to say that that person will align with people who will take away abortion. You don't win by trying to win over pro-choice voters. That's not what you do. The people that vote on that issue are 100% of the time going to vote Democrat. What you do is offset that vote by getting people who vote on other things to the polls. If you're pro-life, if you, if you believe that abortion is murder, you are voting for a pro-life candidate, you're voting. You're turning out. You're voting. You're a values voter and you're voting. If you are somebody who votes on the abortion issue because you believe abortion, quote-unquote, rights are being threatened, you're voting, you're turning out, you're 100% voting. For the most part, these groups oftentimes cancel each other out. And then what wins is which side can get the other voters, the other 90% of voters who don't vote on one issue out to the polls. Obviously, the people that tend to vote for abortion rights, for the most part, tend to be voters that vote more accordingly to Democrat policies, but not always. And this is a key point. There are people who might disagree with a pro-life candidate, but believe in their stance on taxes. But since abortion is not their first primary fascia issue, they will put that aside and vote for that person because they care more about the economy. But if you think that by running a candidate who sounds like a Democrat, you're going to win, you're going to lose. Because what you're going to do is you're not going to motivate conservative voters who have their own issues that will drive them to the polls to come out and vote to offset the Democrat voters who are coming out regardless because they are so fired up on the issue. If you think running a pro-choice candidate is going to make that 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 10 percent of the Democrat of, of the electorate that votes on the issue stay home, you're crazy. They will still 100 percent come out and vote Democrat. You have to offset that by getting everybody else who doesn't care about that issue as their number one issue out to vote because of all the other issues that are going on. And even if they disagree on that issue, they're willing to put it aside and say, I'm still going to come out and vote for a candidate based on all the other issues. Caller Jen yesterday is a great example of that. Jen's a woman. She's a young woman. She's feisty. She's fired up. She's a libertarian. She votes Republican because she has to. And I asked her about the abortion question, and she said, it's not my main thing. I don't I I have my opinions on it, but it's not what drives me to the polls. That's what I'm talking about. What do you think? You think somebody who sits home all day and wears their pink hat and gives money to NARAL and gives money to Planned Parenthood is going to stay home if the candidate running is actually, quote unquote, pro-choice? What are you, crazy? Of course they're not. No more so than you if you are a Second Amendment voter, if that's your number one concern, fighting for the preservation of your Second Amendment rights. No, you wouldn't stay home if the Democrats said, I support guns. I like guns. You're not staying home. You're still going out to vote because you know that that Democrat, if that Democrat gets in the majority, can easily take away your gun rights, even if they personally believe you should have guns. So getting all the other voters out who have a lot of different ideas about a lot of different issues is the key to winning elections. 
We didn't do that yesterday. And part of the reason why we didn't do that is because the Republicans are still playing this game of thinking that if we went over the Lester Holt crowd, the Kristen Welker audience, if we seem reasonable and moderate and we seem mainstream, that's how we win. No, we don't win. Because you know what? Again, the guy who's busting his ass on a roof in a 100-degree day, that guy does not want a wide-open border. That guy does not want to lose the ability to have his truck powered by gasoline. That guy doesn't know who the hell Lester Holt is. The playbook is so outdated. It's so outdated, but it's driven by the Paul Ryan mentality of we have to be mainstream to win. That's why they still push conservatives to the side and they look at us like we're pariahs and we are some sort of diseased lemmings who, if we come near people, we will turn people off and they push us aside. And yet the the guy who is the most MAGA guy ever won in 2016, literally because that guy busting his behind on the roof in 100 degree heat said, you know what? I want a wall on the southern border because I'm tired of worrying about my job. I don't want to lose my job. The, the same thing with the coal workers, the auto workers, the guys who work on the, in, the, uh, in, 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 the, in the oil rigs. They, they all said the same thing. They don't give a damn what Lester Holt thinks, what Joe Scarborough thinks, what Mika Brzezinski thinks. They don't care. And if we try to think we can win over Joe Scarborough, Mika Brzezinski, Lester Holt, and Kristen Welker, we will lose every single time. Every time. These people hate you. They don't like you. They think we are idiots. And I'll prove it to you. Every time on social media, somebody will inevitably insult your intelligence because you don't see it their way. And they'll tell you to read a book, get an education. They'll call you an idiot. They'll insult you. They'll mock you. They'll belittle you. They don't like you. They will never like you. They may accept you at their mimosa brunch if you say the right things, but they're not going to like you. And they'll backstab you the minute you walk away. Trust me on this. I've been around these people my entire life. 855-839-1210 is the number. Linda is in Connecticut. Hello, Linda. Hi, Rich. Um, you want some comments about Nikki Haley? Yes, um, please. Uh, cringe doesn't begin to describe how I feel about her. When she launched her campaign and wrote the book about if you want something done, ask a woman, that to me was just so demeaning to women and to men there's no there's no way i know anybody who's a man who is she crazy this this whole oh i wear high heels you know what i'm a woman i haven't worn high heels in about 20 years what difference does that make there's no way i there's no way she can i know that she won't be the nominee but besides this is petty women go after women why does she talk like her jaw is clinched? It just grows me nuts. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe she needs Dr. Mike Venary. I'm not sure about that. I, well, I will anyway, ask Dr. Mike about the jaw clinching. Thanks for taking the call, Rich. You're, you're welcome. You're welcome, Linda. Right. Thank you for the call. Bye. I told you, women are mean on other women. They are tough. Uh, Leslie's in Bryn Mawr. Hello, Leslie. Hey, Rich. How are you today? You're doing a great job. Well, thank you. Um, uh, I... Think Nikki Haley did a wonderful job as the ambassador. You cannot deny that she did a great job. However, I don't see her as president, and it has nothing to do with her genitalia. And the fact that people think that that does matter is really a little nuts. Um, 
she made the comment last night that she uses her high heels as ammunition. Well, she must have taken the safety off because she shot herself in the foot when she called Vivek scum. It just proved that she's not ready to handle the scrutiny and the microscopic lens that she will be put under if she were to become the candidate. If she can't take Vivek saying something as simple as your daughter, you know, is on TikTok and turns around with a remark like scum is pretty shallow. So I don't think most women vote because somebody's a woman. I think they want somebody with good policies. Um, I am pro-life, and that does matter to me, but it's not the be-all, end-all to my vote. If the person doesn't agree with, you know, getting inflation under control and and uh, police reinstated and law and order back into our country and numerous other things, but they're pro-life, well, then I don't know that I can just vote on that one issue. Very important to me, but all these other things are every bit as important. Yeah, I think you said it very, very well. It's an excellent call, uh, Leslie. Thank you very much for it. I, I, I guess the point of you saying uh, you don't need somebody to have a private part similar to yours is quite accurate. Yes. But you said and, it much and, more mature than I said it because I'm a child inside. So well done. <laughs> well, I enjoy your show very much and uh, keep up the good work and let's get a Republican back in the president's office. Thanks, Leslie. Have a wonderful day, my dear. I appreciate the call very much. Kevin's in Bucks. Kevin, what's up? Hey, Rich. What's up, uh, Kevin? So I think uh, Nikki Haley is a warmonger. Uh, it just, in my opinion, given all of uh, the other previous conversations that she's had outside of, uh, you know, she even said, hey, my, my shoe, you know, uses as a weapon. So, uh, yeah, yeah. So to that end, richziolisucks.com, because Thank that you, takes Kevin. you to, uh, no, it takes you to your, your USMCA interview with Trump. Well, I very important. I, I appreciate that. Thank <laughs> you. And also, and also, GregStockerSucks.com. Go ahead. And uh, look, I love you guys. I know he's laughing. I no, hear it's laughing. Sanis is laughing because he's a child. I know, I know. But 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 you know how much of a super fan I am. You've seen me, Kevin uh, Pulse. You're a great wearing... guy. We love you. We we appreciate everything you do for us. You're a terrific guy. Yes, yes. But you know, I I think I think Nikki Haley. Um, I think Vivek was great outside of the fact that he um, he brought Kathy Barnett on because I sat I sat in February uh, vetting Oz right I sat next to him trying to feel him out if I wanted to want to you know support him right and uh, yeah he, he spoke very well and then all of a sudden you know for me it was an abortion thing because I'm a it's strange. I'm a pro-choice person. It's a libertarian thing. That's you know? fine. Look, don't get a job. Don't don't get the jab. Don't you know what I mean? So, 
I look, yeah. I get it. I understand. There there are people who have a different opinion on that, but it, it but again, it's not your motivating issue. You'll vote for somebody who's pro life. You're not going to not vote for that person. That's my point. There you you look at a a, a, a criteria of things when you vote for a person. We can't keep right. trying to win over people who have a monolithic opinion on this very controversial subject. Because if we do and think we can win them over, if they are so passionate on the issue, we will lose. And we have to get over this myth that every woman walking around out there thinks that abortion rights are the number one issue. They're not. Because, again, we fall into the mistake of thinking that all women think the same. Women are comprised of individual women. A woman makes up a group of women and they all have their own individual opinions. So let's stop acting like lefties and thinking that every woman thinks the same. Agreed. But I can tell you, uh, speaking from a parent of three, you know, women, um, that it's not important to them. And again, states rights. Thank goodness. Tenth, Tenth Amendment. Right. Um, but this is the most important thing on their, you know, on their plate, because, uh, you know, it, and again, who am I? Me? I'm conservative as heck, but I could never give birth. So I could never tell anyone, right, a woman what to do because I could never be there. I could never walk in their shoes. If, but, if it's your number one issue, you're going to vote Democrat, period. We're not going to win you over. Right. That's just the bottom line. Right. Kevin, always Agreed. appreciate your support, buddy. Thank you very much for the call and uh, all your great tweets. Thanks. Love you, man. Thanks, Bye. buddy. Love you, too. 855-839-1210. You, you just got you to find, find other ways to motivate voters. But, I, again, this is the, it is the day after the election, and what happens is we're still thinking, okay, I mean, let, let me look at this from 30,000 feet. And this is where Republicans get into some very stupid playing areas where they turn around and they think to themselves, oh, we Democrats won. Well, then let's sound more like Democrats. You do that. You are guaranteed to lose. You're you're guaranteed. You're guaranteed to lose. 855-839-1210 is the number. Speaking of Nikki Haley saying scum, this is literally the clip from Nikki Haley at the debate moderated by NBC News. Cut number two. How do you get TikTok banned if you use it? Well, I, I, I want to laugh at why Nikki Haley didn't answer your question, which is about looking at families in the eye. In the last debate, she made fun of me for actually joining TikTok while her own daughter was actually using the app for a long time. So you might want to take care of your family first. Leave my daughter out of your voice. Adult daughter. The next generation of Americans are using it. And that's actually the point. You have her supporters crapping her up. That's fine. Here's the truth. You're just the easy scum. answer is actually to say that we're just going to ban one app. We got to go further. We have to ban any U.S. company actually transferring U.S. data to the Chinese. Here's a story most people don't know. Airbnb hands over U.S. user data to the CCP. Now, that's a U.S.-owned company. So this is the problem when you have Republicans that temporarily go the way the winds blow, and now it's popular to talk tough on China when she was U.N. ambassador, called them literally her words, not mine, our great friend. You can't be fair-weather fans of the right policy. Get to the root cause. Even U.S. companies in Silicon Valley are regularly doing it. 
cut the virtue signaling. The fact of the matter is Democrats are on TikTok today. The only person, one of the few people who is putting up content the way the actual algorithms work, speaking for pro-Israel views or others, Ambassador is me. Haley, um, more Republicans will join it. But uh, stop U.S. companies from turning over data to Chinese companies. That's the real answer. Like, uh, the Christian, don't get He's not wrong. 855-839-1210. MAGA Cubans cheer call for mass deportations. In a majority immigrant city of Haleah, Trump promises historic deportation operation and gets cheered on by Cubans. This story from Yahoo News and the Miami Herald. I will share that with you upon my return. 855-839-1210. But listen, NJ Diet's going to help you lose 40 pounds in 40 days 20 to 40 plus pounds in only 40 days it's a beautiful beautiful thing you will lose a contractually guaranteed 20 to 40 plus pounds in only 40 days with nj diet they use your hair your saliva your blood work along with scans to personalize natural solutions and supplements to get your body into the fat burning zone so you can keep the weight off finally you lose that weight then nj diet uses dna info to help you keep the weight off Best of all, it's contractually guaranteed. You are fully supervised the entire time to make sure you are burning fat and not just losing water. You even get the doctor's personal email and phone number. Absolutely no shots, no hormones, no surgery. Locations close by in King of Prussia, Newark, Delaware, and Cherry Hill. Call 855-5-NJ-DIET. 855-5-NJ-DIET or go to njdiet.com. 40 days to lose 20 to 40 plus pounds with njdiet.com. You can do this, njdiet.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. The Zioli Show on your schedule from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT in the free Odyssey app. So I kept thinking to myself, you know... This whole uh, talk radio thing doesn't work out. What will I do with the rest of my life? What do I want to be when I grow up? And uh, for me, it's not a big deal. I'll just go back into political consulting and public relations and probably make more money. I'm not worried about it. I don't, I don't live my life in fear. It's not how I choose to live my life. 
And I'm blessed that way. I really am. Because, again, I didn't come from radio. So every day I wake up in the morning and there's always these depressing articles about talk radio. You know, talk radio is dead and this company's declared bankruptcy and this company's off the stock exchange and that sort of thing. And, I, I again, I got into radio later in life. I got into radio in my 30s and I wasn't a, a, a DJ. I wasn't a music guy. I was a political guy. I still am. I still advise candidates, but I haven't taking any money from any in this cycle because I don't want to. But the point is that if, if all this ended tomorrow, I could go do that and I'd be okay with that. I helped somebody with a public relations crisis this morning. It's okay. It's all good. I have another pathway, which is, which is, which is nice. This is my first love. So if tomorrow radio ceased to exist, I would just get the old Zioli podcast going up, up again and get some sponsors and do that. And maybe I'll just do that again anyway, just for fun. But the one thing I know I could not do if all this fell apart was sports talk radio for two reasons. What are those two reasons, Matt DeSantis? Do you know the two reasons? I know one is that you don't know anything about sports, so I'm not certain that a second reason is even all that important. <laughs> but don't you concede I could learn about sports if I had to? Yeah, you could. You're and I could, get, I could get a co-host who could know all the things. They'd be like, look at that guy with a touchdown. He'd be like, you mean... <laughs> Right. And I could do that. I'd be like, look at Jalen Hurts. Right. You look at him. I have to say, I did enjoy your play-by-play commentary during the Phillies playoff run. Thank you. Thank you very much. But what's the second reason, Henry, that I don't? I could never have a career in talk radio, in uh, sports talk radio? I don't know, Rich. Why don't you tell us? <laughs> I don't find it interesting to argue about a game that already happened. Uh. Like, to wake up in the morning and be like, ah, you're with the Phillies last night, rah, 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 and argue about, you know, whether or not they should have taken Nola out. Yeah. I, I, like, to me, that is boring. I, it's so stupid. Like, well, you, what are you going to go back in a freaking DeLorean and then change that? You know what I mean? <laughs> I hear you. I, I totally do. It, and it makes a lot of sense. But, like, I don't know. I couldn't help hearing what everyone had to say yesterday, and it kind of felt like the same thing where, you know, the election, that was the game, right? That was the game of this week. Uh, so when you, I'm sorry, I'm losing my train of thought. No, Henry made an excellent point yesterday uh, during the show. He said to me, this sounds very much like sports radio, like sports yeah. talk radio. It sounded like everybody calling talk. in about the election, weighing in the day after. And you made a great point and you actually made an analogy to the flyers. Right. Yeah. So it will just generally like, it, it just seems to me and like my sports brain, cause I, you know, I have no interest in this. Like you have no interest in sports. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Let's uh, let's call a spade a spade. Fair enough. All right. Like I, I couldn't help but looking at you know this election and the RNC as a whole and be like, dang, they're just like a bad sports franchise. And it starts from the top with like Ron and McDaniel and all that messaging they send. Like if they're not focused on winning, like winning these elections, and they're more focused on money, which in you know politics case is what fundraising. Correct? Does that sound correct? That, that, yes, very much. You're never going to win. You're never going to win if you're just looking to outgain, you know, the Democrats and you know, monetarily. You have to, you know, work with what you have. Uh, and then, you know, instead of doing that, they'll just cock, you know, cook up some harebrained scheme like having Lester Holt, you know, host the uh, Republican debate. No, Nobody asked for that. Nobody wants to see that. That's not the way to go about this. Yeah, and it's the it's the same thing I used to complain about the Flyers about last year before they changed ownership. 
is that instead of focusing on the on-ice product, they were worried about every other gimmick to try and fill the seats. You know, it's it's 60s night tonight. It's 60s night. We're having the third 60s night of the year. Oh, okay, I didn't want to go to the first two. Like, right. So I don't know. I see I see a lot of things like that, and it just it it's really weird. And then you move down. It, it you have your candidates who I kind of liken to the general managers of like teams. You know, general managers they call all the shots. They call the personnel. They're the ones talking to the media just like a candidate would. And, uh, you know, just like the fans want to know what way you're taking the direction of a team, voters want to know where you're taking your campaign. What do you stand on? What do you stand for? And for the most part, you'll, they'll tell you what you want to hear, right? That's what politicians do. Same thing, same thing with the general manager. But where, you know, it's the actual actions that these politicians take, the actual actions that these general managers take that, you know, let you know what they're about. But, um, you know, take, uh, let's see, uh, we'll take, uh, social media. Sure. Social media. Use. Great, great example. Social um, media. Like, how would I phrase this? I'm trying, I'm sorry. Well, well that's okay. Let, let me thing. ask you this. Well, you're, well, yeah. you're compiling your thoughts, which I think are very good. Very strong. Wouldn't it be the equivalent last night, Lester Holt and Kristen Welker moderating a debate? Wouldn't that be the equivalent of. Jerry Jones and somebody from the Cowboys, because I don't know anybody, doing the play-by-play of the Eagles game. Of the Eagles, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I absolutely hear what you're saying. Right? I mean, if you, if you ha- think of people that hate the Philadelphia Eagles, yeah. and Eagles fans had to turn on the game and listen to, say, Jerry Jones and Chris Christie moderating the, not moderating, but you know what I mean. Doing yeah, they're the, calling what, the game. Calling the game. And they're right. bashing the Eagles at every, you know. Right, right. and you turn the sign back. What, why are the Eagles having these two people that hate this team do the game, Correct. do the color commentary for the game? Yeah. Where's Merrill Reese? And, why, was, you, and you turn around and you'd say that. And it's a gimmick to try and, you know, get viewership. Exactly. Like, oh, Jerry and, you know, Chris Christie are calling the, you know, calling the Eagles game. Right. No one, yeah, no one wants to hear that. No one wants to see that. That's my point. Yeah, I think we're I, on the same page about that. I think we are. I just think it goes, you know, it goes deeper. It just keeps going. Like, uh, so say the, uh, the candidates that are against TikTok and using social media and stuff—that's archaic thinking. Uh, taking the early voting, the mail-in voting—you're just like writing that off. That's archaic thinking. It's like general managers who go and scout players, but they don't use the analytics and the metrics that are widely available to them, and they're just going off the, you know, an eye test. You know, like, oh, that kid can play. Right. You know, instead of saying like, oh, you know what? He actually is, you know, he doesn't shoot that well. He doesn't, you know, if you look at his firepower, it's not all there. You know, the the numbers don't back it up. It's just like that. And then you move to the coach who, you know, you could liken to a campaign manager. They're supposed to move in lockstep with your candidate, with your GM. But if your your ownership is bad, your general manager's bad, or your candidate's bad, it's not going to matter what, you know, your your coach does. They're already screwed. Take See? take Ron DeSantis' campaign manager. He let him go back in August because, you know, Ron DeSantis wasn't saying the right things and doing the right things, but he, he he's the first one to take, you know, the brunt of it. He takes the brunt of the blame. Yeah, and why why does he get in trouble if the player is not playing well? Right. And then and then you go you go down even further. We're mm-hmm. the players. Us the voters. We're the players. No, are we the players or are the candidates the players? Candidates See, the question the is, if, if the, so to your analogy, if Ron DeSantis gets rid of his campaign manager, because mm-hmm. Ron DeSantis is sucking wind, 
but right. nothing improves. It's you you fire or it's you fire it's, the, the, it's the whole system. The it's, pitching coach, but you have a player problem. No, he's he's the general no. manager. He's calling all the personnel shots. He make he's the he's making sure that what players are on the roster that night. But when you have yeah, like poor ownership at the top, then a poor GM, which I'm calling the candidates. They're the general managers. They're calling the shots. When you don't think they're the players. You don't think no, the candidates we, are the players. We the voters are the players. So interesting. Yeah, when you have all these, you know, you know, it's three levels now. Three levels that people uh, are failing at their jobs, and then once you get to the on, you know, game day product. So we'll say election day, right? Once it gets to election day. The team's screwed. There's no cohesion anywhere. Uh, your your game day performance suffers because you know voter turnout. It was an all time low, right? Pretty much. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah, that's it was the very same bad. thing. Like players aren't going to get hyped up to play. They're not. There's not going to be the same juice if that juice is not in the building every single night. If it doesn't come from the top and permeate down, it's just going to be bad all the way through. So what you have is just this rotten rotten sports franchise you have this rotten rotten so the republican party in your mind right now is a rotten sports franchise yes yeah well listen i think a lot of people listening agree with you right now yeah and i the only way to do it is to fix it is either you know someone someone with power you know just does a complete 180 which rarely happens Mm -hmm. or you clean house you clean house, you get people with completely different ideas than, like, none of the same ideas as the previous regime. Just get someone completely in there, completely different in there. Matt DeSantis, have you totally tuned out to Henry's analysis? <laughs> yeah, once he said sports, I, I checked out. Yeah. No, I, I kind of uh, agree with him, I think. I'm not articulating it the best Actually, way Actually, I, I think can. you are. I think you're doing a very good job the, articulating the way it. I, the way I've written it down is much better. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think you're doing a very good job articulating it. I think you're right. I don't know if I agree with you that the voters are the players— but I see, I see your point. I, I'm not mm-hmm. disagreeing with that point. You know what I mean? Yeah, I hear you, Matt. What did you want to say? Oh, no, no. To his point, I do think voter turnout is a huge problem, um, particularly with Republicans. I was reading a New York Times article uh, from yesterday, sort of evaluating how things played out. And one of the interesting things in Ohio was that Biden. Uh, this was exit polling. Uh, Biden won a head-to-head matchup with Trump by two points in exit uh, poll voting in Ohio yesterday, which is insane considering Trump won that state by eight points. Right. Which leads me to believe that there aren't very many Republicans that showed up to vote. Players don't want to play for the team. The players are not turning out to... But but I got to wonder, though, are the players the people that you said to get into the stands? You know what I mean? Are the players the ones that you said... The voters are the ones that you said... We're doing gimmicks like 60s night to get into the stands. Isn't the stands the same thing as the voting booth? Yeah, I guess that's true. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it, it, if that's the case, maybe maybe we're exactly right because we're saying that you can do all the 60s nights you want to do. It's not going to work if you don't find a better way to get people into the, into Correct. the polls. Correct. And what we want to see is the product on the field. Right. Not the rest of the stuff. Correct. And if you don't have a good product, people are not going to turn out. Yes. Period. Period. All right. I think we're on to something here. Yeah. I think we're on to something. Well said, Henry. You, you did good. Well Thank done. You. In a nutshell, well you just you just hit the nail on the head. I, so. No, no. I, <laughs> I well, I think we collectively on the Zioli Show finally hit the nail on the head. And with that, I'll go to break. 
But first, let me tell you about Cherry Hill Volvo. Because Cherry Hill Volvo on Route 70 in Cherry Hill. It, and, oh, but actually, the before, let me ask you, though. When the uh, Flyers made the change that you wanted, yes. did things turn around? So, I mean, it's early. It's still early in the season right now. Um, but, yeah, they went. They hired a new uh, president. Mm-hmm. They hired a new general manager. They kept the same coach because they liked the coach. That was the one. And then they sent out all the players that didn't want to be here anymore, the players that were pretty much pouting that they had to be in Philadelphia. They sent them out for pennies on the dollar. They cleared house. And what you see this year on ice, they're still not very talented, but they play hard. And you can no- you notice it. You notice the difference. So, I mean, the returns are early, but I'm, I'm encouraged. All right. I like it. Very good. 855-839-1210. You make a change and things change. Imagine that. Uh, Cherry Hill Volvo is making a change at their dealership. They are doing a massive renovation. And what that means is they've got to move inventory to make space. This is your chance to take advantage of that. There's lots of great things are happening over at Cherry Hill Volvo. They're at the beginning of an exciting renovation. And here are some of the incentives they have for you. Ready? On top of all the other incredible offers, an additional $1,000 off all new Volvos plus owner loyalty. $2,000 off when financing or leasing through Volvo Cars. $7,500 lease rebate on all plug-in Volvos. The dedicated professionals at Cherry Hill Volvo pride themselves on always delivering the luxury experience that you deserve. And they're going to continue to do that throughout the remodeling of their dealership. It's why I choose and continue to choose Cherry Hill Volvo. I love my Volvo and you will too. Cherry Hill Volvo is the most accessible Volvo dealer in Philly and South Jersey, right across the bridge. Judith, Yosef, the entire team look forward to seeing you. And Cherry Hill Volvo is where relationships matter. They prove that every day. And talk about these great incentives, right? Because of this renovation, you have the opportunity now to drive one of the most beautiful, safest, luxurious cars on the road and take an additional $1,000 off plus owner loyalty, $2,000 off when you're financing or leasing through Cherry Hill Volvo cars and $7,500 lease rebate on all plug-in Volvos. This is a great time. We broadcast live from the Cherry Hill Volvo studios. They stand with us, and you should please stand with them because it matters. In this day and age of of cancel culture, they stand with us. So please, give them that love that they deserve. They're right on Route 70, right over the bridge, and they'd love to see you. Cherry Hill Volvo, where relationships matter. Thanks for listening to the Seoli Show podcast from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT and the Odyssey app. Oh, yes. 855-839-1210. Mark is in Philadelphia. Hello, Mark. How are you, sir? Hey, what's going on? Hey, I haven't called in a while. Can I make a couple points? You sure can. All right. First point, I really love that segment. Can we call it the Rich and Mullet Show? Rich and the Mullet. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> The rich and the mullet segment, where I I turned to Henry and his mullet, his previous the previous the man previously known as the mullet because he got rid of the mullet, and yeah, get, ask him he, to give me a sports a sports analogy on the current state of our politics. What do you think? Yeah, exactly. I like it. I think the we can even get a sponsor for it. What about we get Fanduel the sponsor? I or like that. I like the sound of that. What do you think? We'll get like a, we'll get like a Fanduel. Yeah, that, yeah. that'd be cool. I know the Vipers, right. the Pit Vipers in sales right now are all salivating over that prospect. <laughs> All right, my second comment yes. is, look, I'm centered slightly towards the right. The reason, Look, what do you think of Marjorie Taylor Greene? 
What do I think of her? I don't know her. No, I'm just saying, like, in general, like, you know, what you see, what she does for the government. I, I, I don't, I, what, what, where are you going with this? Instead of asking me questions, no, I'm just, just saying, I think, I think we need to, like, really, like, clean up the Republican Party and get rid of some of these people, because I think... Well, how do you get rid of, how, I, you gonna, how do you get rid of them? She's elected by her constituents. I don't know, I mean, I know, it sucks, but I know here in Philadelphia, I heard a lot of Republicans that voted for Democrats. How come? So, I don't because they just don't trust the Republican Party. It's you because know, of Marjorie Taylor Greene, or because of some, or they feel like no, the Republican I'm just Party saying, doesn't I deliver. Just, like, uh, like a person in general, like what you thought of her. Like these are the people that we need, we can't trust. And if we clean up the Republican Party, then you know we could be back in business. But until the then, problem though, think, and, th- and this is always it's like when people say if we if we choose Nikki Haley or if we get rid of this person, which I'd vote for in a second. Yep, but but. The voters are the ones making these choices. There isn't some secret committee exactly. in the back that makes these determinations. You know what I mean? Right. If, if, if the Republican voters want Nikki Haley, she'll be the nominee. If the Republican voters don't want Marjorie Taylor Greene, she'll lose re-election in her congressional district. There is not some secret committee in the back that makes these determinations. And so when people say we have to get rid of these people or we got to embrace this person, you're talking about individual Republican voters. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I hear you. It's just, it's it sucks the way you know. The, I don't know. Like who do you I'll want for president? Right Let now. me ask you this: If you had your druthers, who who would be your choice for president? Nikki Nikki Haley. Why? As vice president, as vice president, I don't trust any of the dudes up there. No, but as like, president, as pre, you you'd want her to be the Republican nominee. Yeah, I, I mean the way she speaks, and like I've, I've been like reading about her. I mean, she seems as far as everybody up there. And look, I voted for Trump. I'm not going to vote for him again. Why not? So I just, uh, I don't know, man. There's always, I don't know. It's, I know you love Trump. I'm not I, anything I say. It's not, it's not about me loving Trump. I, again, you I don't do. have. You love the guy. I, listen. You love him. Admit I, listen, it. You love there's him. a lot of things I disagree with him on, though. I disagree with him on oh, ethanol. Yeah. I disagree with him on ethanol, for example. I don't, I don't believe we should do ethanol. And you know, he's not going to change. Like, he was great. When he was president, he was great. But there's, like, you know, we can't have the negatives that came with him. Look, I love... If he he cleaned up, maybe. Cleaned up what? Like, just just be... Like, don't even say anything. Like, don't Don't even say anything. Have have somebody else speak for him. Like, 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 as a surrogate, come out and speak for him? How does that work? Yeah. Like, the one thing I like about him is, is he has... Am I allowed to say balls? You can say what you just did. All right, cool. He has balls, and that's what this government needs. Mm-hmm. And the Democrats definitely don't have that. Look, I, I, I am personally fond of him because I have a relationship with him, but I don't agree with him on right. everything. And, I, and I, I had, there were several times where I had very tense conversations with him about put down the freaking Twitter. But right. I, I also, exactly. but I also understand that this is not about me. If, if, if Donald Trump becomes the nominee, I am a voice... But it's because right. people vote for him. And, and right. he connects with people in the Republican base in a way that all these other candidates don't. Now, the only way to stop him, I'll tell you right now, the only way to stop him from becoming the nominee is if all the other Republican candidates who are running get together 
and decide one of them is going to they can choose straws or they can they can play dice or whatever. And then one of them will go on against Trump. One on one, one on one, mano a mano. You're not going to stop Trump with eight. Yes, I hear you. Let let me decide. Let me be honest now. All right. I'm going to be honest because I like the show. I listen to it all the time. Go ahead. And if you could disagree with me, like I said, I voted for Trump. Before I voted for Trump, the only hate group I heard of was KKK. Oh, stop. You know, the hate groups, that that is propaganda. Listen to me. That's propaganda. Stop. Matt, Mark, 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 Mark. Yep, 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 yep. That's propaganda from the left. That is not. These hate groups don't exist. There are there are fringe people out there. There are dozens of people who get together at their little clubs. There are no organized hate groups that are out there actually really doing anything. That is a fugazi. Do not buy that narrative. Oh, all right, man. You don't think the left hates. Let let me ask you a question. You don't think the left hates people that support AR-15s? Yeah, absolutely. Do you think? But but you don't call them. You don't. What are you saying? You don't call them hate groups, right? No, not really. Do you think? Do you think the left hates people? Listen. Do you think the left hates people that uh, drill for oil? Uh, I don't know. Who knows? Yes, They're they do. They it. do. But you don't call them hate groups. Do you think that the left hates? Uh, there's a lot of people on the left that hate Jews and hate the Israelis. Right. The point is that there are not these organized hate groups on either side of the political aisle the way we think there are. There are individuals comprised of this. Is the KKK in the year 2023 active the way that they were in the year 1886? Absolutely not. No. Are there people that have the same mindset as the KKK? Yes. Are the Nazis as organized in 2023 as they were in 1933? No. Are there people that have the same mindset? Yes. But that's the distinction. That's the difference. So don't buy into this narrative that there are hate groups out there everywhere because it's a fugazi. Uh, All right, man. Richard Mullet Show. All right, Mark. Thanks, buddy. You have a great day. I appreciate it. Matt is in. Matt, can I do Matt? I'll take a break. Matt, hang tight. I will come back to you. We'll take a quick break. 30 minutes of nonstop talk coming up straight ahead. Don't go away. Rich Zioli, weekday afternoons, 3 to 7, Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, and on the free Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place exclusive interviews with players coaches and team executives streaming live and always available on demand stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the odyssey app 